Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, you see all kinds of diets. Everybody online is always, I'm losing weight. And sometimes you see those folks that are losing weight and they're bragging about it and they're showing you how much they lost. That makes you feel bad about yourself. I know. It makes me put my cake down. <laughs> it makes you hate them. <laughs> Here's a new diet for you that I don't understand. And it doesn't require you to cut out any foods. Then it's not a diet. <laughs> yeah. Seafood diet. <laughs> you don't even have to add foods or even exercise. But it does require you to do one little thing. Put on a blindfold. (laughs) So you can't find your way to the fridge? I guess you can't see what you eat and find your way to the fridge or the table or whatever. (laughs) I found it's an easy trick to lose weight is to blindfold yourself. Just put a blindfold on. People who ate with blindfolds took in 9% fewer calories because they They couldn't find the food. (laughs) No, it's not that. People who ate blindfold uh, who ate blindfolded took in nine percent fewer calories before they felt full compared to people who could actually see their food. The the blindfold people estimated they'd eaten eighty eight percent more calories than they actually had. You know why? Mm-hmm. It's because they don't see that pie sitting in the middle of the table, and the family's not going to tell you about mm-hmm. it because yeah. it's more for them. <laughs> All I know is I wore a blindfold once, and I got in a lot of trouble. Well, that was blindfold <laughs> driving, and that's <laughs> try to forget that, and you know, the community service hours that you had to serve. But I will say the Reed River Park is still beautiful, Tom. Mm-hmm. And those, those trees have grown. Yeah, they The are. trees might have grown, but the park's a disaster. I mean, I guess it looks nice, but the water's not good. Well, just put a blindfold on there, too, if you want to. <laughs> uh, but these blindfolded people, in the research, the blindfolds work for two reasons. Number one, because they stop you from eating for pleasure. I guess looking at that pie, really, you think, oh, man. Yeah, I got to get me some more of that chicken right there. It looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, eating with a blindfold on stops you from following your biological instinct to eat everything in front of you. No, is that really a biological instinct, or is that what your mom taught you to finish your whole plate? <laughs> yeah, because they're starving kids over somewhere in Europe. But how would you do this with spaghetti or something like that? How, how are you supposed to eat it if you're blindfolded? How do you eat anything blindfolded? I, you wouldn't be able to find it. Yeah, and then trying to find your mouth, it'd be all over it's you. It's stupid. It really is. But Damn. people are doing this blindfold diet trick. I'm going to try it. 
Well, you know what? I actually, if I, I'd done this in a different way, I didn't use a blindfold. All I did was I went to the chop house and I could not see my steak or mashed potatoes oh, <laughs> because no one turns the lights on at the chop house. I'm I like, forgot I about like that. Chop house. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling around. Where, where's my utensils? And, oh, that's my steak. I just put my hand on my steak. We went and it was a bright, sunny day. Yeah. And walk in and immediately you can't see anything. And I heard the woman going, how many's in your party? I'm like, I don't see you. <laughs> she's, she, yeah, she's like, follow me. And I'm, I'm just going, Marco! Marco! <laughs> I grabbed a hold of her arm like I was blind. I'll tell you why I eat with a blindfold. They eat less calories. is because their family was stealing stuff, and they didn't know it. I would be like reaching over and taking fries off their plate and stuff, because they ain't going to know. Yeah. Well, they're not going to know about that pie in the well, middle. Well, I know, but I'm stealing. Well, but you do, I mean, a lot of times if I am eating, I look at my plate and I do want to finish everything on my plate. And I do always. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, or if I'm going to take it home, but I just can't leave a lot of food on my plate and walk out of a restaurant. Exactly. I feel bad. So I, I can kind of see what that part of the blindfold dieting yeah. because you it is, you know, in front of you. I just think it's too much trouble. I don't think anyone's going to do it because it's a lot of hassle to eat blindfolded. Well, and I was telling you about the, the the diet about eating naked in front of your mirror, and all I saw was a happy guy eating cake. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's also something you can't do in a restaurant. Well, unless they have mirrors. You could at Chop House. They wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is dark in there. Ain't it? It's good food. Yeah, though. I'm going to start trying that at home. Just, you know, dim the lights. It's hard, yeah. Because I mean, you can you eventually can start seeing a little bit, you yeah. know, once your eyes adjust. But I was at um, in Atlanta, the the okay. parks, uh-huh. Stone Park, whatever's it called, yeah. Stone Mountain, <laughs> uh, and we got our food to sit down to watch the fireworks show or the laser show. And before it came on, it was so dark. I'm trying to hold my Philly cheesesteak yeah, up, and I'm yeah. trying to find my mouth, and I'm like, <laughs> sticking can, your tongue out. Can somebody get their phone out. And nothing makes you feel older than having to bust out that flashlight on your cell phone I just guess. to read a menu. Or, or to sit, yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> I but, know something that makes you feel older, having to bust out the magnifier on your phone to read the menu. <laughs> Honey, give me my glasses. Exactly. Right there, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> but uh, do you have to turn on the lights? I do. Like, if I'm watching TV and eating popcorn, I don't want to eat it in the dark. Like, Yes, I have the lights on when I eat. I, I do. I can't do that at the movies, and I can't even ask them to turn the lights up a little bit while I'm eating my popcorn. But at the movies, it doesn't matter if you drop a bunch of popcorn. Exactly. You can get up and walk out. But there's something about me, I always turn on the lights when I'm eating even snacks. If you get a dog, Kato, you don't have to worry about it either. Oh, it's too soon, Hawk. Tom, what's your name? <laughs> wow, he's got his blindfold on, folks. You <laughs> said that, Tori? Over here, you know? <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, they are coming out with more and more technology that gets better and better every day. I was talking with one of our engineers, and our boss wants to get the chatbot um, app. It's an artificial intelligence chat thing. Mm -hmm. He wants to use it to start to write things for the station, which is brilliant, I think. Okay, okay. And there's all these apps out there that can do so many other interesting things, and this new app could be helpful for people who are dating. Is it changing us and giving us, like, alien ears and stuff? Because I love those apps. Nothing like that at all. doggy filter. It's fun. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) This new app can tell if your first date is going well or not. You can't do that yourself. 
<laughs> Sometimes no. Researchers at the University of Cincinnati are working on a new app that uses AI or artificial intelligence to tell you if your first date is going well or not. What you do, you go to the restaurant, you set your cell phone up to like just view her to see her expressions and all that. <laughs> and she's like going, <sighs> <laughs> and he's like, this is going really well. Yeah, yeah, let, let, let me check my app real quick here. Okay. So basically, it pairs with wearable technology like your Apple Watch, and it monitors things like heart rate, breathing, how much you're sweating. The physical term is called physiological synchrony. Oh. And it can tell in real time whether you're actually engaged in a conversation or just faking it. And it can give you feedback on your own quirks, too. It can tell you if the other person finds you boring. Now, see, the problem with that, what if they're just eating spicy food? And you're reading the heart rate, and you're like, oh, he is so into me, but really, he's just dying on the inside. So from what I understand, (laughs) it's like a Fitbit, kind of, and it's just like reading your heart rate and stuff. So, you know, you might be bad at dating, and you always got sweaty palms, and your heart rate goes up, and you're not having a good (laughs) conversation. It's like, I would prefer to, to know how the other person's. Well, this that. app is not bad. They're not releasing it yet because it's not accurate enough for them, but it's 75% accurate, which wow. is honestly better than a lot of the crap they do release. <laughs> uh, but they say they want it to be more trustworthy than that. Once it gets better, they plan to use it for um, dating and other things, too, like real-time feedback for teachers to find out whether their students are understanding them, therapists, and even people who are on the autistic spectrum who have a hard time socializing can use this to monitor whether they are actually communicating well. Do you not think the teachers would know based on the child's score whether they're they could, Right, but they're wanting to fix it real time where they could actually keep the kid from getting bad grades by improving the teaching on the fly. My teachers always knew because I had that dumb look on my face, and they'd be like, Tori, you struggling? And be like, I am. Help me. <laughs> I was asleep on my desk. They knew I wasn't listening. I just don't think I like an app that will help out with the dating scene. Why is that? Because it will affect our show in a mighty way. And I really enjoy our second date updates. Well, <laughs> people can't get their act together. I did some research on it, and I found out that they really don't need the app as much as you think because the researchers also found that if you tried to use this app, it probably meant your date wasn't going well anyway. Oh, no. And none oh. of them were. Because oh. <laughs> if you oh, need this, you're probably true. not good at dating. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they say there's some things you can watch for, too, to let you know if a date's going to be bad. Now, what's that? Well, if someone walks up and says, don't be alarmed, this is just my therapy monkey. That could be a bad sign. Can I pet it? Oh, gosh, I knew she's going to do that. <laughs> therapy monkey? Yeah. so cute. Or oh, is th- your date, you're describing your date as the therapy monkey? No. <laughs> no, the date brings the monkey. <laughs> With them on the date? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a therapy animal? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm God, not sorry. looking for a spouse. I already have one of those. Oh. You shouldn't be on a date then. Yeah. Exactly. You're catching this fast. Um, oh, these are jokes, I say. Play okay. your cards right, and you might be able to come back to my parents' basement with me. Oh, gosh. You should know that. Mm, this yeah. food is so much better than what we had in prison. <laughs> um, let me pay for dinner before the owner realizes this credit card is stolen. Oh, wow. You just don't say that. No, exactly, Kato. Want to see my third nipple? (laughs) Oh, I dated a guy with a third nipple. You know what's funny is I know a guy with a third nipple, and he's in the Army National Guard, and he's a tough dude. I wouldn't make fun of him for it. He pierced his third nipple. 
Hey, dude. No. I, um, it's not as big as the other two, though. Just to let you know, it's kind of like a mini me. And if, and if your date shows yeah. up and says, here, get in the trunk. That's oh. not a good sign either. <laughs> so I just wanted to help people out. <laughs> okay. You know, they should connect this bot and do a date like one of these. and That see would be funny, right? Them. Yeah. And like, it's like, you're doing great. Yeah, you're in the trunk. You're doing He's awesome. in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. likes you. We need all the help we can get, apparently, when it comes to dating. There's all kinds of websites out there uh, or dating sites as well. Now that Tinder is offering criminal background checks, where can ex-cons go to find true love? Hi, I'm Dr. Neil Clark Warden, founder of eFelony, the first dating app for felons. I met my wife on eFelony and swapped my prison ball and chain with a metaphorical ball and chain. At eFelony, we use 29 dimensions of criminality to help you match your perfect lawbreaker. My match and I are so compatible. We both like long walks on the beach, we both enjoy old movies, and we're both not allowed within 500 feet of a school. I thought I had to settle for a life in solitary, but with eFelony, I'll never be guilty of being alone. Too bad I can't say the same thing about arson. So reform your love life and join e-felony today. Replace your cellmate with your soulmate. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Cato kind of got me to where I don't believe anyone anymore. <laughs> but then Cato sometimes believes who he wants to believe, so I ain't sure about that either. Me too. I know, but I'm saying, like, you'll tell me one day the FDA is wrong, and then some days you'll tell me, oh, look, Tom, you shouldn't be eating that. The FDA says it's too old. Well, I'm like, just, well, which is it? Are we believing them or not? Only when it benefits us. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is something <laughs> I'm really confused about. They now say more than one cup of coffee a day could kill you. Well, it's going to kill. Everybody dies at one point. So I don't You don't it. all die <laughs> from this. I mean, that doesn't mean that the coffee's killing you. I don't want to die today. This is my fourth cup. <laughs> yeah. Right? And they just got through telling us that the more the better. By the way, how much is a cup? How many ounces? Eight. It's eight ounces? It's like, you know what? You get those measuring cups out of your mama's cabinet, and it's like about like that. It's eight ounces. I didn't know if it's a cup know. of coffee, but you go have some mugs that are bigger than the others. Right. I have 24 ounces I've drank today. Total or each time? Total. So hey. that's uh, eight times three. So if I have three cups? It's okay. It's a word problem. Uh, hey, it's not as bad as Tom drinking a two-liter Coke over here like it's a single Coke. Yeah, he's, he's right. Single serving, right? Because <laughs> the FDA says you should not drink that much soda. I'm like, you see somebody like Tom drink a two-liter Coke like it's a regular eight-ounce bottle. I'm going to find him a big straw <laughs> yeah. just to stick in the two-liter I mean, bottle. Oh, thank you. Listen, though, you go to the convenience stores now and you get those cups. It's like, you know, it's got, you know, small, large, the medium. Big and it's like this uh, monstrous mega cup. Yeah. And it's like it takes two people to hold it and fill it up. He just needs a bowl. Yeah. Like a big fish bowl for his co uh, coke. An aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, getting back to coffee. Yeah, well, we're they, talking they, about they serve coffee. Researchers <laughs> at the University of Toronto found that oh, half of us wow. have a genetic variant that helps us metabolize caffeine quickly, which is good. But if you're in the other half of people who don't have that gene, drinking too much coffee could be punishing your kidneys. Uh, and over the long term, it can lead to kidney disease. I like to think of it as keeping them on their toes. My they kidneys. don't have toes. Oh, that explains a lot then. Yes. 
A separate study in 2006 also found that people who do not metabolize caffeine well are at a higher risk for heart attacks. So drinking too much coffee could be putting yourself at risk in more ways than one. I saw celebrities, they do the coffee enemas. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what What does that benefit you? And how are you drinking your coffee? How does Starbucks call your name on that one? <laughs> yeah. Kato's butt. <laughs> Come on up. Go stick the cup under. <laughs> Waddle on oh. over. It's like, that's just weird. How, well, why would you take your coffee that way? Yeah, I wouldn't. I bet. Them. I wonder if they had sugar and creamer. <laughs> Going to the drive through, you just <laughs> hang it out the window. <laughs> oh, beep, my. Beep, yeah. beep. All right, I'm concerned about this, Tom. How do you know? If you can metabolize or whatever you Great question, Cato. Unfortunately, there's no cheap and easy way to see if you have the gene. Even if you don't get a huge buzz from caffeine, that doesn't necessarily prove anything. And being able to fall asleep after a cup of coffee at night also doesn't prove anything. However, some DNA tests can tell you if you have the gene, but they cost about $200. I'm not putting my DNA out there. So the lead (laughs) researcher says just to assume that you don't metabolize caffeine well and drink no more than one cup a day. I disagree. See, I'm almost willing to do the $200 for that. Just take the DNA test. What if my cup is one of those 40-ounce tumblers? I just drink one. what I'm one. saying. You know, there's different sizes of cups, but wow. it's just eight ounces. And how are you doing the DNA test with a cup? <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. Are we back to the enema? Uh, You're talking about <laughs> the DNA test. How do you do it? Well, you usually do a swab of spit or something like uh, that. Oh, it's kind of like the COVID test? In. Okay. No, yeah. it's more like the 23andMe test or I'm something. Put it up my nostrils and swirl it five times mm-hmm. around on each nostril. Nothing I, like everybody that. Everybody knows that routine by now, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Ooh, I stuck mine way too far up once. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about coffee enema, y'all. That sounds <laughs> like maybe why you didn't do good on your COVID test. Then. I don't know what you say because we were laughing. I don't know why you're what? laughing. See, but did you look at this research? Do you care? You're going to die of something? And I'm like, okay, my one cup of coffee is going to make me die? And what else are we supposed to drink to keep yeah. us awake? Coke? Energy drinks, also bad. Soda, Soda also bad. Before you know it, you can't have an ice cream, a scoop of ice cream every day. Oh, it's going to kill you. Right? <laughs> I'm over here eating Hershey Kisses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you think he cares I about can't. a cup of coffee? How am I getting you another cup? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I just wanted to help out, share that information with you, and also point out the fact that no matter how sure you are of your current medical expertise, You'll be wrong tomorrow, so <laughs> shut up. It's like the whole smoking. Well, but is it now? <laughs> yeah, they said it was bad for you. They're going to come back one day and say that it's actually Keep turns waiting out to be good. Kato. Keep waiting. I'm waiting. I got my cigarettes put up, waiting to bring them back out. Okay. <laughs> I, I've heard people do cigarette enemas. Oh, which end? Ow. The uh, rear end. Could you imagine that? <laughs> you should see my smoke rings. That's <laughs> <laughs> just weird. Oh, you are weird. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We spend a lot of time giving the other generations a hard time. And if you're a millennial, you'd look down on Generation Z or you say, okay, boomer, to those that are older than you. I like doing that just to make them mad. <laughs> I can't figure out the generations and where I fit in. 
You don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many Z's and X's. And it's not real hard. <laughs> it's that spelling thing. You just can't get down. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, pretty my, sure you're Generation X. Yeah, okay. I think I'm X. And um, Tori is a millennial. Mm-hmm. Then there's Generation Z that comes after that. And then I think the new generation is called yep. Pepsi, the Pepsi generation. <laughs> That's the choice of a new generation. Oh, okay. okay. So, uh, you, you know, you are a boomer, actually. If not one, you're an honorary boomer um, for that comment. That's okay. So anyway, they did some interesting studies about the different generations and the things that we've experienced and explains why we do have such different views of the world. For example, 7% of adults have never in their lives sent a letter in the mail. Wow. So you got people out there who have just never sent a letter in the mail. Well, you think about in kids specifically, <laughs> they, I mean, I think that's a bigger number Sorry. than 7%. Seven, seven <laughs> He snorted, sorry. I snorted. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I mean, we're just talking about, you're talking well, about adults adult, here. So. You take the uh, younger generation with that, I'm like, that's a lot more of the population. Are we talking an actual letter or are we talking about like a birthday card? It and says quill letter. Pen, yes or it no? is a letter where you have taken it and you peel off the little strip now and you put it in an envelope oh, and send no. it to somebody. But I think she's talking about what was in it. And I believe it's a letter where you wrote down like, you know, paragraph or something. Not like a birthday card. Or oh. a bill. Like a mortgage. Not, not counting because that. Because I was at the post office yesterday yeah. dropping off yeah. mail. All right. <laughs> 11% of adults have never owned this a landline phone. Okay. Now, these are people not that don't have one. These are people who have never, ever in their entire lives had one. Mm-hmm. Well, you two, Hawk Tom, are the only ones I know that still have one. Well, it's and, because of kids. And honestly, we're about to ditch ours because our kids are old yeah. enough they can find. That's the only problem now is wondering True. if they'll be able to find their cell phone or not when they need it. <laughs> yeah. but again, I got lots of friends with kids. but Well, I they don't, don't care about their kids as much as we do, that's obviously. What, well, that's, what that's what I'm going to tell them, then. You're about to get rid of yours, so you don't care about yours no, either. they're old enough now. But oh, when they okay. were little, we <laughs> want them to be able to go to the phone and dial 911 and not have to go find a cell phone or know anything more than pick up this phone and dial 911. Yeah, and I still like having mine because it's like $4 a month. Also, a lot of times back in the day, the cell phone didn't show where they were accurately. That's changed, but it it wasn't that way when my kids were younger. I was going to say my friend's five-year-old could work a phone better than I can. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) So yeah, now you're right about the address thing now, but I I trust a five-year-old to know how to dial 911. I'm trying to bring back the landlines. But that's not likely going to happen. That's why I still buy stamps. <laughs> I keep the post office in business. They, well, the stamps keep going up every time. I, know, I got like, 5000 I think they're $45 a stamp now. Goodness. I would suggest <laughs> buying those forever stamps. I know. Uh, 14% of adults have never used a public pay phone. There aren't many left. I'm not, I don't even know where one is now. I think there's one in Traveler's Rest next to the Traveler's Restaurant. There used right. to be mm. a booth. Whether it was actually working, I don't know, but I don't. I haven't been up through there. Can you long. imagine, though? I'm kind of glad we got rid of those because the germs that were on there from people handling all that, you know, you think about a bathroom. Uh, but you're not licking the toilet. But on a oh. like but on a, on a pay for yourself on a payphone, like you go into that booth and they had the phone hanging right there on the wall, yeah. and the person's got put that right up to their mouth, talking and breathing all over, talking to Aunt Betty about what's going on, and then they would sniff and hang up. But if you think about it, I don't think uh, we were as a country as sick as we are now. 
Right. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, we had all those germs yeah, that kept yeah. us at bay, but that, that now build up our immunity yeah, because exactly. we were on a, those pay phones for years. Well, I, I think that the outdoor ones were almost instantly cleaned anyway with sun and rain and bleach. Probably so. But, yeah. uh, also, 22% of adults have never played video games at an arcade. That's odd because Dave and Buster's and all those places have made a comeback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's why I guess yeah. it's uh, you know not too high. But if you want to warp back to the 80s, there's the uh, arcade museum in Simpsonville right behind Vaughn's uh, yeah, yeah, I've Vons. seen it because I've been at Vaughn's, at Warehouse at Vaughn's, but yeah. I've never been in there. It's like, what, 10 bucks and you get yeah, to play? all day long. If you want to take your kids back and let them warp back to feel like they're back I in the go 80s try that or 90s, out. That's, why, that's the way to do it. All right, this one was funny to me because it's something I appreciate. Every time I go to my parents' house to visit them at Christmas, one thing I can count on is they get the newspaper. So I will come in and there will be giant sheets of paper with the local news and, you know, comic strips in them. They're the only people I know that still get a newspaper. I know, I know some people. But uh, they say that uh, people out of adults, 16% have never used or purchased a newspaper. So these people, 15% of them have never. I think it would be higher, actually. Mm-hmm. Closest I ever came was that Paperboy game. Is it Nintendo? Did y'all uh, ever play yeah. that? Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh! Throw it was, landed on their front porch. You accidentally hit the dog, and then you have to get away from it real fast. I mean, that was uh, it was fun getting the paper. My grandpa would send me to get the paper at the machine. And right, that's one where you could pay for one paper and grab ten. But what would you yeah. need ten for? To go sell them at Kmart. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. I mean, was, the cell phone has made things much easier. Oh yeah, you, you subscribe to the Greenville News and you see it all there. Yeah, and there's not much to a paper yeah. these days. It's mm-hmm. so thin. Yeah. I do miss the coupon, so. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. And then 11% of adults have never used a phone book, which, I mean, again, why would you when you can just ask Siri to call it for you? My sister used to use it to smack me sometimes, so we used it a little. Okay. <laughs> My mom would use that, like, as a booster seat. Yeah. That's you'd much sit, nicer. You'd sit, on, you'd sit on the phone book. <laughs> Trying to remember I mean, who used them for anything. I did that until I was about 18. <laughs> Tori, can you whack him in the head with one? Yeah, I'll go get it. Okay. We have some actually in the office. I'm actually <laughs> sitting on it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, hey. 